listeners hello friends hello friends of our listeners if you're in the car maybe and your friends <laughs> making you listen to this you found us here at the random fandom with brandon and brandon podcast welcome to september and episode 62 we're here yep and we're happy to be with you, <laughs> you, look, you looked at me cue. like you're like respond to the we're here and I'm, yeah i, I yes. set you up real real soft we are here and we are talking uh about one thing in particular now, this is a podcast where we like to talk comics, games, movies, TV shows, you name it. But we're going to talk about one particular man who has spider-like abilities. And we're going to talk about all the genres that he has transcended over the 50-plus years and counting. Mm-hmm. And what a great time to be a fan of Spider-Man. So here's kind of where we're at. Okay, so the new Spider-Man on PS4 exclusively just came out. And it just mm-hmm. it looks fun as it. ever. You got it. Played a little bit it of fun, it. yeah. And it just, I've been seeing some uh, footage online of like actual user, like uh, user based captures and stuff like that. I'm like, man, it looks fun. It looks like it really got the essence. You of mean the, the photos? Like the people do the photo you mode? You can do that and own gameplay recordings and some of the physics and stuff like that. And it looks like it just really captured the essence of a fun Spider Man. Yes. And so it got me thinking, why not just throw together a full hour of just talking about Spider Man and all things that Spider Man has touched and done and all the iterations and platforms he's crossed. And, and we'll have plenty to talk about. We'll have really too much, so we'll try to keep it somewhat efficient here. <laughs> so we're going to talk about everything. So we're talking movies, video games, TV, comics, all of the above. Just everything that... Everything that Spider-Man has touched. Even like the pop figures? <laughs> well, maybe not. All right. Not everything. So if you like Spider-Man, like we're going to discuss i'm assuming we both like spider-man i don't know to what degree but he is one of my favorite characters of all yeah, time he is one no of mine doubt. too and uh we're gonna talk all things spider-man today just dedicated to the uh the web slinger himself oh yeah but we want to let you know about a very <laughs> exciting Macho special you shut yeah. up and before we get into that wouldn't you know it how i don't know serendipitous if you will is this that we actually have an exclusive offer just for listeners relating to our very own topic of spider-man give a listen Have you or someone you love been bitten by a spider? If so, do not take it lightly. While some spider bites can lead to amazing powers, some may lead to amputation or even death. Sure, you can try to sleep it off and hope that you wake up with improved vision, enhanced strength, and a gross cummy webbing coming from your wrists, but please do not chance it. You see, all spider bites have venom, Some produce amounts so small that it may cause nothing more than a harmless itch. But some venom takes over your entire body in a full black suit, makes you dance like an emo jackass, and ruins Spider-Man 3. So please, don't chance it. You should visit WebMD. That's Web with two Bs. Hi, I'm Dr. Octavius, Spider-Bite Specialist. If you've been bitten, please do not wait. I want you to visit WebMD.com and follow my eight-step program to check out the seriousness of your spider bite and how we can treat you. And if you do find yourself with unique powers and the desire to stop evil in its tracks, then why don't you meet me tonight at the top of the Empire State Building at 10 p.m., Peter. If you've been bitten by a spider, please swing on by to www.WebMD.com. Remember, that's Web with two Bs. And a W, and an E, and an M, and a a D. So if this entire podcast is dedicated to the web slinger himself, just all things Spider-Man, I want to know, where do you want to start this whole conversation? Like, are you just going to be asking questions? Are we going to go over our favorites? Like, what does this look like today? Why don't we start? You are the lead of this podcast. Where we start with Spider-Man. When did you first discover Spider-Man? Was it in the comics? How old were you? Uh, was it the old animated series, like on rerun, that probably like our parents would have been watching? You know, the very original one, like the six seventies. Yeah, one? yeah. 
Okay, a couple questions in just our discovery phase, if you will. When did you discover Spider-Man and how? And then just what comes to mind when you think of Spider-Man? Okay. Well, definitely the 1994 series on Fox. Mm -hmm. That was, uh, like we said, that was the second animated Spider-Man series. Yeah. And it had that a redone kind of electric guitar version of the old classic Spider-Man, Spider-Man. And it was like sort of like electric sounding. It was very 1990s. It was very 90s. And the animation though was uh, right up there with the X-Men animated series. It was series. on par for sure. And the writing was really, really good. Oh, it was. And the voice acting of that entire show, everyone in that show has become like the titular voice for that particular character throughout the rest of, of Much all like of the Spider-Man series. Yeah, like exactly. Like Kevin Conroy back in the animated series. Exactly. Also on the Fox Network. Fox, man, it was so cool being a Fox kid, wasn't it? Yeah. It really was. Saturday morning cartoons. And so I, I'd like to say that I got into Spider-Man earlier with comics and whatnot, but really I didn't. It was, the, it was the show that got me into the rest of the Spider-Man universe and mediums, including comics. Okay, then piggybacking off, what comes to mind when you think of Spider-Man? If someone said, hey, who's Spider-Man? Or what, what comes to mind when you hear just the name like for a lot of people it's the thong, song the thong the thong song it's <laughs> it's the, the thong song that comes to the people's theme minds. song spider-man spider-man been referenced countless times in other pop culture mediums uh but for me the logo that's what really comes mm. to mind that's just the first thing that pops into my mind what about you mean you? just the spider logo itself yeah no okay um honestly what comes to mind I don't know how to answer that question because I know so many different aspects of Spider-Man. But, sure. But if in my heart, I would just say that the original uh, Spider-Man TV show look mm -hmm. and feel, just that that type of animation is, is where my mind goes when I think of Spider-Man. You know, I recently went back and started watching some of those episodes, and they, they hold up much like X-Men does still. Yeah. Some of the other cartoons yeah not so much but those are two that really have stood the test mm -hmm. of time and really were ahead of their time and, along it, got, with and, Batman. and it got better as, oh, as the it went series along. went you along your biscuits it yeah did, for sure the, this tv show did not like start strong and then end really poorly or anything right. it was solidly good throughout for me i had been collecting comics back in the day uh probably i think 1988 or so is when i started uh, amassing my collection and i was back in the day when you would uh subscribe to the local comic retailer and they would call you because email wasn't a thing back then when your new issue was in. Huh. So I was, uh, I was. So on you'd the, be like on a call list, and they would just ma manually call you and be like, "Hey, I just want to let you know the new yeah, it's here Ultimate Spider-Man number forty-seven is in." Like I was on the Amazing Spider-Man myself. Okay. And uh, the Uncanny X-Men, and I think I collected. I never, I never was on a call like that. I, dude, I, I still have my comic book boxes. Probably like, I don't know how many hundreds if not thousands of dollars no not thousands but like close to a thousand yeah worth of just comics i have you know i, I sold my up comics to shit, but you know what that's because i've read them you know yeah some people just click hey more power to you but the whole point was to read and get lost and and you know immerse yourself in that fantasy world and i spider-man was one of my favorite comics it was the two uh series between x-men and spider-man mm -hmm. i had the most of and that was back in the day when i started really getting into it if I'm not mistaken, that's when Todd McFarlane was animating uh, or illustrating The Amazing Spider-Man, and his artwork is so awesome. You know Todd McFarlane. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Spawn. Yeah. And uh, I just loved his stuff. And then when the Carnage series came and Venom and, you know, uh, I just, I can literally picture, I had a hologram comic, too. It was like a limited edition, so I thought. And it wasn't that limited. I just paid <laughs> limited edition money for it. Right. By limited edition, it means like you have one of... 50,000. Yeah, many. And it was like this cheap knockoff and it was second press, uh, second print, I should say. But whatever. You don't know that when you're a kid. You just think it's awesome. But it had a special mm -hmm. hologram uh, cover. Yep. Ah, so cool. I, I, I don't remember if I had those, but I do remember those. Oh, so See, cool. See, with me and my comic books, I didn't collect comics. I didn't buy comics very often. I didn't follow an entire series. What I would do is I would just go to a comic book store and I would pick ones out that either had people in them that I liked. Read them there. Um, no, no, I would, I would either pick them out if I just liked like the characters in it or if I liked the artwork on it. Sometimes I would simply just buy a comic book, not knowing much about it. And 
it was just so sparingly that I didn't like have a collection. I just had, I did have like stacks of them mm-hmm. and I can't remember what I did with them, but I honestly think that when I moved out of my parents' house for the first time, I think I just got rid of a lot of them. Sure. Or yeah, maybe I even a... left them there and my parents got rid of them. I honestly don't remember. I think I still have a box in my mom's garage, for instance. So yeah, I'm with that. Spider-Man. He has been around <laughs> since 1952. He's cooler than ever right now in modern times. Still a very desirable character. So let's talk about just between the animated series and everything that's under the sun. What are some of the best and worst installments of Spider-Man? Very obvious choice. You know, it's easy to say Spider-Man 3, the movie, is probably the worst showing for Spider-Man. Yeah. In a movie format. Uh, There's been more games than either of us could ever play together, you know. Um, But there's been some stinkers along the way. There's been some successes. Just what comes to mind, best and worst of, across the... All the different mm-hmm. uh, genres. Well, like, okay, so if we were to start with... Let's just start with the worst, because you mentioned Spider-Man 3. And my mind immediately goes to Spider-Man 3 yeah. as just something that was irredeemable. Not, not deserving of the Spider-Man yeah, mantle. Yeah, it's like when you really love the Spider-Man uh, franchise mm-hmm. and you get something like Spider-Man 3, you realize that it Sam Raimi, the director, almost... He, it was it was like it was like when Michael Bay picks up something in your childhood mm-hmm. and just fucks with it, and you're like, "That's not what I want out of this. That's not what the fanboys wanted out of this." And which is weird, was Sam Raimi did number one and two, and they were they were what the fans wanted, and then number three came, and you're like, "What it what happened?" Yeah, Sam, what happened? It's a fair question still to this day. A couple every years later. Yeah, um, a couple of other things that just come to mind, or a couple of video games like um you know spider-man has had some good video games a few few good video games and a lot of there, pretty there bad are video more games bad than good let's be honest um there was the edge of time and web of shadows web of shadows was rad no web of, wait the way i remember it maybe no, i don't web of remember sh- the same game no there were shattered dimensions that yes. was kind of rad yes yeah the shattered dimensions story was following four different Spider-Mans from different dimensions or time periods or whatever. And that's where they introduced Spider-Man Noir, which was kind of their sneaky 1920s or 30s style Spider-Man. And that was super cool. That's what made that game. I, what, was that PS2? Well, three. Three, okay. Yeah, that was three and Xbox 360. Yeah, good game. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, it, it was media. It was good for a Spider-Man game. Yeah, I think two thousands. I mean, there are literally, literally. That's a hard word to say when you're drunk. Two thousands <laughs> Spider-Man. Uh, the I know there. How many games are just called Spider-Man? But mm-hmm. different companies, different platforms, different this that. But the uh, the one that really kind of brought Spider-Man in that open world feeling where you can sling around. It's the game you and I both like. I think that's just... Spider-Man 2? It was just 2. So there was Spider-Man 1, yes, which was one... based off of the movie, and then Spider-Man 2 was based off the second movie, but they added you know, all these other storylines and villains. Okay, I see. That's the thing. I was doing a little, uh, you know, uh, just searching ahead of time, and I was starting to even get confused. I'm like, ah, they all sound and look the same. But the one I'm thinking of particularly... Uh, had a very similar engine to Tony Hawk, pro skater, and is done by the same company, Neversoft, which was also why Spider-Man showed up as an unlockable character in Tony Hawk's Pro Skater mm-hmm. 2, uh, which was, um, you know, same publisher, at the not publisher, but uh, development company at the time. That one is one of the most fun Spider-Man games for me. People can hate on that. I would assume that's number two. I think it might be. I think we're speaking the same language. The difference between number one and number two in gameplay was really the swinging. Number one, the swinging when you're going around, it was very just vanilla, and it was, it was you were just kind of going through. It wasn't creative. It wasn't fun. You weren't gaining momentum. And then in number two, they added this completely different style of swinging where you can move around, have a lot more control. Right. You can kind of charge your. Uh, jump when you come out of a swing yes, and you yes, could do yes. some tricks and stuff. That that game just made it smooth and fun to just fly around the city. Agreed. Even though the mission style was very repetitive. Oh, sure. But still, for that time period, it was amazing. Yeah. And while we're on it, how are you liking the new Spider-Man game? 
you know, we're talking about titles from like yeah. 20 years ago almost, and now right here in 2018. Yeah, the newest Spider-Man game is by far the best Spider-Man game since Spider-Man 2. And, I mean, it's hard to compare them because there's so many years apart and the technology is so different. But this one is everything that that game brought to the table, specifically around the open world and swinging around the, the, the city, uh, but just done so in the most amazing graphics you can imagine. Very fluid. Yeah. The, the animations change, too, depending on like the scape that you're in, I yeah. noticed, and just the level of your... Ele- the elevation of your swing, and it's seamless between wall running, too, and, you know... Uh, and it's, swinging and yeah. fighting, and yeah, it didn't feel like... It didn't feel like you had to come out of one to do the other, where you had to come out of swinging to stop and start fighting. Yeah. You can... I mean, it's they seamlessly his movement can go back and forth between them. Um, I'm I'm very much enjoying the new Spider-Man game. I've probably played two hours of it. Sure. So I'm I'm a little early to really give much feedback on that, but so more to come. F- so far, it's it's very good. I can see how. So I'm I'm doing a lot of the side missions stupidly, probably instead of the the story missions yeah and i'm already starting to get tired of the side missions but um i'm sure once i start actually following the story and then do the side missions in between it's going to be i mean it's already a great game man so best movie is it easy to say spider-man 2 in my opinion spider-man 2 and then spider-man homecoming you know when we talked about the worst movie yes the obvious choice and if you pulled 100 people 99 would probably say spider-man 3 but i don't I didn't like the Sony um, with Andrew Garfield, either of them, especially number well, Sony, two. Well, Sony did the originals, too. Yes. Um, so but I, I, yeah, specify. I know what you mean. Yeah, the Amazing spider I never Spider-Man. saw any of them. And that's so out of character and context for guys like us. That, that's just telling the, the fact that right. they just if it's Spider-Man, I should be going and seeing it, you know, opening week. Yeah. But no, and I they, didn't. Yeah, they, they didn't do big box office or anything. So that's, I think... Something weird about that franchise that just didn't appeal to the masses. Yeah. And that was the wake-up call. I think Sony needs uh, needed to lend them, uh, yeah. lend him to uh, Marvel Studios. But Amazing Spider-Man two, neither of them were very good. But especially number two with Jamie Fox and just very forgettable, which mm-hmm. was a bummer. But I'm glad they're back, kind of where I would like them to be with the current treatment of Spider-Man. Yeah, I think it's important to also consider um, Avengers: Infinity War. Mm-hmm. Because I mean that it wasn't a Spider-Man story, but it was where Spider, you know, a story where Spider-Man was in it, and that that movie is amazing, and it that and Captain America: Civil War because that is where we really first saw him, and he just shined in that movie. Out of all of the heroes that were there, he was just that one that people were talking about and remembering, and he was funny and he was charming in that movie, and it was like a, the true teenage Spider-Man that we've been wanting. Yeah. And I think Tom Holland just plays him so yeah, well. Yeah, very well. Uh, our, our spider sense tingling. That's another yeah. thing I think of when yeah. people just drop the word Spider-Man. So, of course, no right or wrong, just kind of what comes to mind. Now, what is a great character without his pantheon of villains? And besides Batman, who has a better just array of villains? Whether they're exclusively him or they just mix mm-hmm. it up with him on occasion. Yep. But because even if you think about it, if you think about like something like X Men, X Men seems to be fighting the same few over and over again. Mister Spi- Sinister, Apocalypse, Magneto, Sabretooth. Yeah, Mystique. Brotherhood of the Mean Guys, whatever they were called. And and here I feel like I mean he's got his Spider Man has his main ones. Even his lowest ranking villains are pretty cool still. Right. Yeah. So who's your who's some of your favorites? I mean, I think we're gonna probably agree on a lot of these. See, here, actually, what I want to say is my personal favorites aren't necessarily, like, his biggest challenges, but I always like, mm-hmm. oh, crap, I'm going to forget his name, but the, the guy with with the shock rings, they hinted at that he's coming in the next uh, installment to... The Shocker. The Shocker, thank you. Uh, I, I <laughs> What's love... the guy with the shock ring, the, the, the shock gloves that shock people? <laughs> the Shocker. The Shocker? <laughs> Silk the Shocker. Um, Who's always making this hand signal. Yeah, it's weird. <laughs> Gives him powers. Um... I love Scorpion. I thought, I think he's awesome. Uh, see, I think he's him and Rhino. I just feel like are kind of little I, cheesy. I either cheesy, and I get the idea of like a scorpion and a spider, you know. But, yeah, I like that. But I, I just feel like it's a little forced. It's just a dude in a suit. But 
at the end of the day, oh, I loved Hobgoblin too with his little pumpkin grenades. Hmm. See, uh, he's one of my least favorites. He, he's super cheesy. And he's basically just a Green Goblin knockoff. Um, yeah. Green Goblin is awesome. See? One and of my I least favorites. I couldn't tell you who I like more though. I'm kind of like building up. Okay. I'm not working down. Um, I can't tell you who I like more, whether it's uh, Venom, who I know you, obviously you like a lot, or Doc Ock, I think as like his best villains. And that's not to say uh, Mysterio is a good villain too. He's going to be hard to put on screen though, because like you can't have a guy wearing a fishbowl on his head, you know, and, well, and a cape. I think you could do it. I think you could do it really well. Is you could actually make him the way he is in the comics, and you could make it seem like he's magic, but then maybe throughout whatever storyline, if it's a movie or whatever, sure. it comes out that he's just he's kind of like a magician in a way. Kind of like how it's they almost did like the Scarecrow. Sherlock- okay, for yes, Batman yes. Begins. And and like uh, Sherlock Holmes in the original Sherlock Holmes movie. Um, oh right, with Robert Downey Jr. Mm-hmm. I shouldn't say the original, but you know what I mean. With yeah. Robert Downey Jr., the first one, uh, that he's fighting somebody who's basically magic, a magician. Mystique, yeah. And and then it all comes out that it's all these tricks, and I could see a storyline like that coming out from Mystique mm. or Mystique. <laughs> Mysterio. Mysterio. Mysterio's kind of an underrated villain, and um, he is, and, and he love- can be psychological too. Yeah. He he's he goes deep, and I love how even they took the the corniest and least likely to put up a fight villain in Vulture and made him look pretty intimidating in Homecoming. Yes, that so, was that was a good representation. In all of the comics and and um, TV shows, Vulture, I just I just thought it was he's always weird because you have wings. an old bald guy who's just like evil for no. It's like, dude, that guy can hardly walk, let alone fly around and beat Spider Man. Like it. it it just didn't really seem didn't to up, fit yeah. for me. He was like minor league. Well, I mean, he was like what one of the? I think he was, he was the one, first one of the originals. I think yeah, he was the first. But for me, so definitely Venom. Venom is Venom and Carnage are my two favorites. Mm-hmm. Um, I just love the idea of the symbiote, and Venom himself is is probably my favorite. But then when you add Carnage into it, and then you have this dynamic where Spider Man has not only had the Venom suit himself. But then got rid of it. But now he so he's got this villain, and then he has got to partner up with this villain to stop an even worse villain in Carnage. Oh, it's one of the greatest comic stories that for yeah for my money yeah. And then of course Doc Ock. I mean yeah. he's just he's he's, he's kind of like number one. But really, Craven is awesome. Oh too. yeah, absolutely. He's a great villain. Would you call J. Jonah Jameson? I don't a know. Villain? I I lit- that's I put that down there. I'm like so if how would you qualify i think he's a villain in a weird yeah. way not he's like more a, of a villain to peter parker well he's he doesn't hate peter parker man. he hates spider-man yeah and he does things to actively stop spider-man and and you know make the city turn against him yeah he, he's a pedestrian villain for sure sure um another villain that i think is kind of like cheesy but i love him electro yeah. With his green suit and like the yellow headpiece and stuff like, like that. I like some versions of him. Some versions. Sandman never really rated for me. He's just kind of a No. Eh, Sandman Sand so some of my least favorites are Sandman. Yeah. I don't I never thought he was great. Um and then Green Goblin and Hobgoblin. I I never liked either one of them, so to have two of them is just kind of annoying in my opinion. Sure. But I understand the whole father son dynamic of a lot of that. Um, and then uh, Rhino. I'm just. I, I always just thought Rhino was just a big dumb. Kind of a. Che- he's basically a juggernaut. He's just a juggernaut in a Rhino yeah. suit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's kind of a cheese ball. Um, okay. Batman has Joker. Right. We all know that. So who, I ask you, is Spider Man's Joker? I think I would say Doctor Octopus. I would too. Like Venom's probably cooler, but all time, yeah. Well, and it's and the story between them. <clears throat> Excuse me. Yeah, and but, Doc Ock in so many of the storyline, depending on what you're obviously watching or reading, um, Doc Ock knows who Spider-Man is. Right. In I think he has that most of the iterations edge over him. Yeah, and so that makes it more personal too, where where Doctor Octopus is going after his family and stuff too. So, and I mean, I, there's other villains who have had that, but I mean, I think that's always an added dynamic. What about I love all this stuff. What about allies though? Like so we went over villains, but you know, he's got a handful of allies. Um 
who would you say are some of his like one of my favorite team ups they ever did and this was probably like back in the late 80s early 90s i can still remember the cover of the comics is him and daredevil teaming up mm-hmm. uh, perfect well they're both incredibly agile and yeah yeah it makes it makes perfect sense yeah um but that's not like someone exclusively belonging to spider-man i say my favorite attache is black cat so hot too <laughs> she's comic book hot she is well yeah. and she was always that like i mean she basically was the cat woman yes to his batman exactly. you know what i mean like yeah. she i mean literally black cat it's it, not a lot of creativity in comics sometimes yeah every, everybody's copying each other yeah but in this case i mean she was like she was a total vixen mm-hmm. she was a thief but she also really liked spider-man yes and really kind of wanted to jump and they would cross each other's paths sometimes too like be yeah. on the, the opposing sides of an argument basically but ultimately she had his back at the end of the day and i always yeah. liked her me too along those same lines as like punisher yes Pun- punisher has that's who introduced worked. punisher you know that right was it in spider-man punisher movie? Uh, first debuted movie? in comic in uh, uh the spider-man comics i didn't know that no yes and he was trying to kill spider-man i'm assuming yeah he was a villain and then turned into a yeah ally in a way line. but yeah i can still picture that comic cover it's like spider-man in his crosshairs and he's like being shot at and just like if it wasn't for a spider sense he would be you know a mm-hmm. bullet sponge yeah i you know i still think uh they've teamed up a couple times along the same lines venom I, yes. You know, I know we just named him as a villain. The enemy but, of my enemy is my friend. Right. Kind of there are multiple times where they team up, and I think that always seems to work really well. Also, not in a villain, but Wolverine. Oh. There's been a handful of times where him and Wolverine kick ass. kick ass together. Exactly. And because you have Wolverine, who's just this grizzled, like, angry man, and you have this young, well, depending on the version, either a young teenager or a young you know, 20 something. Yeah. Who's just kind of got this like lightheartedness to him. Yeah. And they, they fight differently. They act differently. They think differently. And I always think that's a good dynamic as well. You remember Madam Webb? I do. Yeah. Good, good call. I think she was only in the TV show. I think so. But I can't confirm or deny, but that sounds right. At least I, in my memory. I remember like, even when I was a kid and the Madam Webb stuff came up on the TV show, I was like, this doesn't really fit what I had in my mind for like the way the universe worked in Spider-Man. Cause it was all about like this weird magic and destiny and all this stuff. But over time I actually got to really enjoy when, whenever she came up and she was always just there to really put a spin on the way the story was being told. Yeah. So I did like that's that. That's a good pull. Not yeah. too many people would probably remember that, yeah, but yeah. yeah, that's a, that's a good one. And then also when uh, Miles Morales would like, I'm thinking about like certain video games or, or times where like they've, teamed up in something like that yeah and then uh what's the new movie into this into the spider-verse into the spider-verse that one looks fun yeah when they're teaming up that looks good yeah for sure you know speaking of the spider-man spider-verse movie Mm -hmm. i was actually just doing some research and realized that the one of the main characters in the show new girl i don't remember the guy's name who's in that new tag movie you know i'm talking about i can picture him he voices uh he voices peter parker Oh, that's in the a new good movie. Fit. Yeah, I don't know. I just when I was looking up because I was looking up uh, who was the actor who played him in uh, in the original series, and and I saw that and I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. I like that. Yeah. Also, Neil Patrick Harris voiced Spider Man. And what? Uh, video games, and I don't know if maybe some movies on the side. I can you know, see like that. the animated yeah. movies. I, I'm I not could see that working. Sure. Gosh. There was a like a, a cartoon that came out, I, th- I think, sometime within the last like five years, and was pretty good too. I watched it on, uh, I think, Netflix. It's over now, but if you get a chance, go back and watch it. If you just type okay. in Spider Man, you'll you'll see what I'm talking. about. Well, there's about. been a couple, and there there was one with Venom that was really good. Yeah. I don't remember the name of it. There are a lot out there. It's 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 a lot to wrangle. Yeah, you know, but it's all good. So going back to the actors, whether it's the voice actors or on f- screen, let's talk about who is. Who comes to mind? Who's like the best Spider-Man actor? And I think we've had this discussion before after we uh, kind of talked about Homecoming. Like, oh, is this Tom Holland guy? Is is he the new Spider-Man? Is is he better? Is he the best? Um, for me, it's still Tobey Maguire. Really? Yeah. I always thought Tobey Maguire was a bad choice, even though I liked Spider-Man 1 and 2. Mm-hmm. There, I, I don't know, man. There's something about him. It's almost like he was too nerdy. He didn't look like he was agile enough. I, there, I don't know. I I always just thought his face was funky. <laughs> I don't know how else to say it. He, 
His face bugged me. The thing that he does with his face. Sure, I, I know what you're talking about. His too. face. Yeah. Um. So for that, I have to go Tom Holland as as far as actors. Yeah. If we were to go voice actors, Christopher Christopher Daniel Barnes, the guy who played his voice in the original or in the 1994 animated series, mm-hmm. that is like the titular sound and that should count and that, feel yeah. to me. That should count a lot. Yeah. Just because he's not on screen. I agree. Um, Good stuff. There's obviously a lot of moments you can point to and just be like, wow. But uh, what's the most iconic moment? Whether it's from just anything. Uh, Whether it's, you know, you know, the obvious choice, I think. The one that, again, if you polled 100 people, most would point to is when Gwen Stacy died. You know, comics that devastated me, bro. Like that, you just turn in the pages and just like, oh, she like really died. Well, and they don't really let you know if Spider-Man killed her. I mean, I think it's, I think it was inferred that he killed her by trying to save her, right? Because he, he, he put the web down and I, I'm trying to remember the way the frames are set up. But if I recall, he threw the web down to save her, but it was within doing that, that her neck snapped. Yeah, it was dark. It was. It was really dark. I don't know. I think that's the very obvious choice. But of course, Uncle Ben dying, you know, and then he didn't have any more rice, which was <laughs> very sad. Yeah. Um, See, for, I was thinking uh, a couple of thoughts that came to my mind with the most iconic moments are the train oh, scene in, in Spider-Man 2, which I still think is one of the best fight sequences in a comic book out of all comic book movies not not the best but one of them for sure yeah along the same lines of the movies spider-man dying in the most recent avengers movie mm. spoiler i think that that was kind of like one of those like really because they they drew it out almost too much but they no, drew it out disappeared instantly to, and yet he got to a make little it monologue in yeah it, he yeah. got a little monologue and it was this sort of like i never had a father and tony stark you're my dad now and then he dies yeah um and th- so it was cheesy but at the same time it really did a good job of kind of pushing on the, the heartstrings heart yeah. and the tears you know ultimately though i think just one of the most iconic moments that come to my mind is just that that original theme yes for the cartoon no totally I'm with um that. And I don't. That's not really a moment, but it's that reoccurring moment that played over and over again in our childhoods, and so that's what I constantly go back to. Yeah, I, I follow you. Um, I also liked it, even though it's more just fresh feeling than you know all time great. But when he just took Captain America's shield in Civil War, hmm. I just really liked that. <laughs> I thought that was awesome. I wanted to see him use it. Those crossover kind of things are uh, just so they're just they're just lovely for our our geekness. Yeah, for sure they are. Another thing I wanted to talk about, some of his physical features. Okay, not to get all squirrely, but... Abs, definitely the abs. Sure. Um, do you like the more tech-based Spider-Man that's kind of like uh-huh. permeating recently, or are you more of like a traditional suit and, and Ooh, sling? Ooh, good question. Because I don't... I, the less tech he has, the more it feels like Spider-Man to me. Well, yeah, because that's what you're used to, and I totally get that. Yeah. Um, but at the time his tech was like way above what the nineties and well, depending on when you were reading or watching this, Mm -hmm. it was way above the time, right? Like he's just some teenager who's so smart that he can create this web shooter that would be like the absolute most perfect thing for something like a, uh, like the military (laughs) and, but he just does it in his room. And, and there's certain things that like, there's always one step ahead of, real time which i guess is sort of a comic book thing um and i feel like the current movies with all the tech he has is just like that this is the way it would be in 30 years from now kind of tech sure and he's lucky to have it now i don't mind it at all like in the in the newer spider-man uh movies when he's got all that tech in him and he can he can talk to his suit and his suit has an ai i think it's really cool and adds a cool dynamic yeah it is reflective of times you mentioned his uh his webbing in your traditional spider not traditional, that makes it sound like uh, you already know what I'm going to say, but in your ideal version of Spider-Man, to you, does Spider-Man shoot his webbing from his own body? From or, his penis. No, his wrists. Or uh, does it come from tech-based? It comes from tech. See, but in, I like it when it comes from his wrist. Like, it's actually like a spider would. Like, it finds a pore in his body like they did in, well, like it was in well, the, the majority of the comics early on, and then... Uh, Toby Maguire, yeah, 
yeah. you know, in the first few. And then he learns how to harness it from that point. But that's where, to me, his webbing truly comes from. But wasn't the original was his? It, he was tech. It was tech, right? He built it. I don't know. See, I don't know. I th- I always just thought it was coming from his body, much like a spider would shoot its web. Huh. Okay, that aside. <laughs> okay. The eyelids moving or not moving? A lot of people like, not moving. I agree. I like him. I don't. I think they add emotion and facial expressions. But it doesn't make sense. Yeah. It's like such an unnecessary tech to build into a suit that the eyes go big and and shrink with his eyes. I get that doesn't, that's, I always thought that was silly. Yeah. If there was some sort of excuse for it, like uh, where, oh, it's it's like uh, narrowing down the light intake or I don't know, whatever that may be, (laughs) like an aperture type thing. Yeah, it adjusts. Uh, But otherwise, it just is kind of stupid to me. One look, you know, and I love traditional Spider-Man, mm-hmm. but one look dating back from like his debut that I just never understood and always thought was goofy was the webbing between his his lats and his basically his yeah. webbed armpits. And he never really fly, fly, flew. flew. He never really flew with that or glided barely even. It was just there. Yeah, it was kind of dumb. It was you just know, like this original concept. They were like, this is unnecessary. You wouldn't see that nowadays unless it was like done in jest. So kind of a funny thing in the new video game, uh, you go through the city and you find, it's kind of stupid, you find old backpacks that he left around. And you're like, okay, cool, because then it's like a sort of a collectible thing, right? He finds a backpack and it's like, oh, oh I, like I remember that. I used to, I built this back in the day. Um, it's sort of stupid because you're like, but there's like 60 of those backpacks left around the city. How much money did you spend in backpacks? Like, it doesn't make sense. (laughs) So you might've had like a contract with Jan sport back in the day or something. It doesn't really make sense. Um, if you think logically, but then again, it's a comic book. Yeah. But I, there is this, I did find a backpack where he found like these, um, this webbing and he was like, Oh, I remember these. I used to have these under my underarms i thought they'd allow me to glide it didn't really work but they look cool like oh so they uh, yeah they acknowledge i it. i like that they i do it. i do like that that's cool i just never quite understood that and then to kind of really get nerdy on this one but does he have on his fingers or his feet what allows him to suction basically I, I don't think it's suction, but these they they show it in the first movie. Yeah, I just I'm where like these little that. spikes come out of his fingers. Yeah, and which is why you can like see him attached to a building, and it, his fingers are barely touching it. Okay. Yeah. I just I always wondered about that. God, he is such a cool. Character. Imagine high fiving him; that would hurt. Good point. But like, he he's supposed uh, supposedly they he can, can come retract. in and out. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that makes perfect sense, right? It really does. Imagine going to the doctor. And the doctor's like, uh, we did some x-rays? What the fuck, dude? Yeah. <laughs> like, what are all those things that you have? What's going on here? Any I guess other... you could just claim I'm a mutant at that point if yeah, you're in the same point. universe, right? Any other features? Well, okay. Oh, features, sorry. Yeah. I was thinking suits, too. I wanted Oh, no, that's to, next. I want to talk there. about suits. Me, too. Feature-wise? No. Nah. No. Okay, cool. What is his best suit from any iteration, any comic, any movie, any of this, any of that? Symbiote suit. I think that's the consensus, number one. Uh, I just like his traditional red and yeah, blue. Yeah, when we first saw, when because we, we both started up the Spider-Man game together, basically. And just when it first started showing him in that original suit, yeah, I remember you said, God, that, that original it suit, good. it just looks good and classic. Yeah. I will say in the uh, Sam Raimi Spider-Man movies, Mm-hmm. They made the suit look awesome because especially number two, all, especially number two, because all the webbing stuck stuck out and it was like three D ish. Yes, and that just added such a cool look. It was like it had texture to it. Yeah, basically. that was so cool. I really like that. Are you familiar with the Scarlet Spider? Yeah, yeah, that's a cool looking. It's almost looks like kind of like a, a little bit like a punkish spider. Yeah, I like that. Um, yes, symbiote suit or black Spider Man, uh, very cool. Mm-hmm. Probably a lot of people's favorite. Um, and one of the most well-known. I mean, he's gone through a lot of different suits. Oh, completely. You know, um, one of the... So I kind of mentioned this before, the noir Spider-Man. Yeah. In the Shattered Dimensions video game. Just want to throw an editor's note. As we're oh. talking, a spider is walking across our desk here that we record upon. Uh, let it bite you. We will let you live. Except he's coming this way. It is coming this way. This is going to be interesting. 
All right. I'm like trying to blow we him off directions. my desk. Yeah. And he just stops and he's like, what the fuck was that? Why okay. does your spider have an accent? Because he's from Brooklyn, dude. Oh, okay. That's true. <laughs> it's, it's not, it's not, I didn't, yeah, I'm not from Brooklyn. Damn, he I, traveled I didn't a, make it up. He, he, he's from Brooklyn. He traveled a long way to get here. All yeah. eight of his legs must be tired. Well, he's <laughs> he's got the uh, the webbing. Yeah, that allows him to just fly here. Oh, he's got yeah, the tech, like the original the Spider-Man. Tech. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but as I was saying, the noir spider. Yes, is I just love the look of that where he's got these like pilot goggles and he's dressed in all black. That was cool. You know, one thing here's just, something I just thought about. In the show, and I can't remember if this happened in the comics, but in the TV show, after he's bit, he wakes up and he's this gigantic spider. <laughs> he's like literally a gigantic spider with his head. Do you remember that? Vaguely. Obviously, that's not like the suit, but it was like one of those look. things where I was like, that's weird. I don't, I didn't know that was a thing. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Cool. Okay, cool. As we're close to the end of our spider-man discussion we we uh i think it's important to think about his place now that we've talked all about him his place amongst the all-time greats you know uh mount rushmore for instance if you did comic based characters <laughs> would he be on there not just for you but just of all time you know personally and outside of yeah. yourself um because honestly top two i think for most people as far as just iconic batman's superman yeah as far as visibility recognition test of time i agree i also i think i think you're right i think from dc side for sure those are two of the top is spider-man marvel's most recognizable character i think he is i'd say either that or captain america I see. I think. I mean, if you think about it, because what is Captain it America never really had like a successful show, or I mean, he's got, had a couple of movies, but mm-hmm. even those couple of movies weren't necessarily as like they didn't leave this lasting impact like the TV shows have. Yeah, and I think that there's something about Spider-Man that that kids just attach themselves to. Yeah, everyone wants to be Spider-Man. Yeah, because I mean, still to this day, Dude, you'll see a me, four-year-old in a Spider-Man and costume. And tell me you've never done this. You know, you make the, the spider webbing slinging symbol with yeah. your hand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you just want to push on a little tab or something like that to release your, your web. Who hasn't wanted that? Or who hasn't, you know, found themselves like trying to, to crawl, you know? <laughs> babies do it all the time. Yeah, babies are babies always, are always imitating Spider-Man. They're uh, Up there. on the walls and ceilings and shit. Yeah. Um, like in that movie, Train Spotting. Yeah, and Poltergeist. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, remember Spider Pig? Oh, yeah. That's my favorite iteration. That was very funny. So to answer your question, yes. I think I think Spider-Man deserves his face up on the Mount Rushmore of heroes, along with Spider-Man, I'm sorry, along with Batman, Superman, and I honestly think, especially after the movies, Wolverine. Because really, what other superheroes out there Hulk, Captain America. Okay, Hulk, yeah. What does... So the three that you mentioned previous to to Wolverine, what does every good hero have? Think about it. Dead parents? Well, or uncle in this case. <laughs> well? His Spider-Man oh, parents. Oh, wait, that's right. They that's weren't... Whole, yeah. That's a whole story to that's that. That's a whole other story, which makes them all the more awesome and intriguing. But they all have symbols. Oh, yeah. They all have symbols. Captain America has a Captain very America recognizable has a symbol. symbol. I think some people recognize a symbol more than they actually care about the man behind it or anything like that sometimes. True. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. Wolverine does not, does he? And I mean, he, when he wears, like, when they're back in, like, you know, the comic days when they're all, you know, suited up and they had the yellow and blue. Uh, yeah, but that was an X-Men thing. That wasn't a Wolverine no, thing. No, he doesn't have his own, you know. Yeah. But then again, neither does Hulk technically. So I don't know that, but Spider-Man I'd say is a top five comic based character of all time. If not top three behind just Batman and Superman. I would agree. I love Spider-Man. I don't even, I want to say you're right behind them, but like at least it, with me and I think with current audiences, mm-hmm. you have to say Spider-Man is ahead of Superman. Yeah. Who knows? I mean, in popularity right now, he is bringing in way more money and he's way more popular. 
That's just okay. That's my opinion. That's your thought. Not yeah. historically, I, I will admit. Yeah, who the hell knows? I mean, how many su- Superman shirts have been sold over the years? Right. Because of guys that go to the gym. I was just about to say a lot. Guys or tats. The yeah. Superman tats. Uh, I think this is uh, winding down. Just quick little fun outro here. Who would you take Spider-Man against? Like if you said, you know, Spider-Man versus Thor. Eh, Thor's going to win, you know, just based on who he is. But Spider-Man versus Batman. Who wins that fight? Hmm. Right? Depends on which Spider-Man. Does Spider-Man have all the tech? Whatever story you want to tell. I honestly think in that case, Batman would win. See, I still think Spider-Man beats him. But then again, I believe Batman could beat Superman. So the math isn't always there. See, I don't think Batman could beat Superman. <laughs> if he's got if he's got kryptonite all up everywhere, then yeah, Superman can hardly touch him. I'm sure there's some stuff we've missed. and uh, Not much, we... though. We talked a lot of no, Spider-Man we, we, today. It was pretty comprehensive. It was uh, a transcendent look. Ooh. Um, but if you're uh, thinking, hey, what about this? We'll give you all the ways... You can get a hold of us in just a minute. As we're wrapping up, we want to get into the shadow of the synopsis and the awesome quote in geek history because that's what we do here. Every episode. So for those of you who are just listening to the, the, the first time, uh, because maybe you were playing Spider-Man game and you're like, oh, I wonder if there's any podcast out there to talk about Spider-Man. Wonder. And you're, you, you caught our podcast. Um, normally, every episode, I give Brandon, or well, we give one of us give the other a synopsis, and it could be the synopsis of a movie, TV show, video game, comic book, whatever. And that person has to guess what story we're describing. Mm -hmm. In this case, Brandon... Yes, I'm here. I am giving you one that I'm going to tell you, just with the Spider-Man theme. This is a Spider-Man story. But you have to guess which Spider-Man story I am talking about. Okay, can you my best. Name the movie or TV show or video game that I... You know, or whatever. Or comic series. Or comics. In this interesting and macabre story, we see one of Spider-Man's villains try to prove himself the better hero by defeating Spider-Man. He does so by sedating him and burying him alive, all before taking Peter Parker's place. Taking his role as the new Spider-Man, he roams New York, brutally attacking criminals and even taking down criminals that Peter Parker's Spider-Man previously struggled with. After two weeks, the effects of the sedative eventually wear off for Spider-Man, who is fueled by his desire to get back to his wife. He digs his way out of the grave before confronting this villain. Though the villain has beaten Spider-Man in the past, he does not fight back this time. He considers himself the victor, and his final point has been made. He leaves Spider-Man to take back the mantle. The villain then retires to his home, where he reminisces about his past and now feels at peace with himself. The story ends with the villain committing suicide and leaving a note, as well as photos, of his crimes during his impersonation for the police to find. The end? The end. Well, that's way too deep for a video game. Uh, well, I, well, I, I yeah, think. Okay. And I don't remember that in any Spider-Man movie, although I think that story would play out well on a screen. <sighs> Spider-Man getting buried alive, that happened... In the comic series, either Amazing Spider-Man or uh, Web of Spider-Man, which was a really cool series, too. I used to collect those. You know what's awesome? This just makes me want to go back and read my comics. I think knowing you, this makes sense to what I think it is. This is Craven's Last Hunt. Yeah, you're yeah. right. Yeah, what is. a freaking cool... Oh, that was like the span of a couple comics, was it not? It was a series. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. What? Uh, and I think you can go and buy the like compendium of them all. Yeah. Yeah. And I know you like Craven. Oh, you know what? We should get buff and then like <laughs> like dress up as him for Halloween. Uh, you know cool. who I always thought would actually make a good Craven the Hunter like back in his peak? Mm-hmm. Tom Selleck. Picture it. Uh, yeah. Yeah, picture it. Kind of weird. Throw some like jungle skin <laughs> on him and like sure. put some lifts in his boots and stuff like that. Yeah. He could do it. You know, you actually have the build for Spider-Man. Me? Yeah. No, I don't. Yeah. Tall, skinny. I'm not tall and skinny. I'm buff and black. Yeah, but tall, skinny, but sort of buff at the same time. Oh. Yeah, and I black. guess how we picture ourselves Like Miles Morales? <laughs> He's Hispanic. Oh. Yeah. Is he? Yeah. Huh. It's okay. It's time to stop. Hey, if you want to get hold of us, we are all done talking about Spider-Man. Uh, oh, wait. No, we're not. 
We've got, well, yeah, we are, but we've got an awesome <laughs> quote in Geek History before we get out of here. Uh, you guys, this is just a peek in uh, my personal life. So I bought a Prius, and I found a funny <laughs> quote about a Prius from a pretty funny movie. What the hell is this? It's my car. It's a Prius. I feel like we're literally driving around in a vagina. Alan, punch that accelerator or I'll shoot you in the foot! America! Alan! The brake! Oh! Just slow the car down! We're pushing the car seat! Okay, I'm coming in. Did you yell America when you hit the accelerator? Nope, no. Prius, huh? Yep, yep. Good mileage? Oh, outstanding. Yeah. Did this come with a dental dam? (laughs) (laughs) The other guys, right? That's from the movie The Other Guys. Um, Yeah, just to hear all the different ways that they joke about a Prius. So, congrats on your new car purchase. (laughs) Yeah, if any of that's any indication, oh boy. Yeah, it's not an image enhancer, but it it does get great gas mileage. You should get the bumper sticker that says, cool "Hey Prius. man, cool Prius." Said no one ever. Yeah, I do <laughs> see that one. It's pretty funny. That's all we want to talk about with you and for you today. Hope you've enjoyed this episode, episode sixty-two. Would you like to let us know what you thought? Maybe we missed something. <laughs> Maybe you firmly disagree with one of our Spider-Man positions. By the way, great arcade game that I'm just gonna forget or that I forgot up until now, and I'm going to mention, the Spider-Man arcade game back in the day when they had the X-Men and Ninja Turtles and they're just making cabin arcade beat-em-ups. Very underrated yeah, one, yeah, too. Yeah, that was. And as always, you can find us on Twitter. We are active there at Random Fandom WBB. Yeah, sort of active. <laughs> and we also check email fairly regularly, and you can get a hold of us there at uh, randomfandomcast at gmail.com. Let us know uh, what you think of the podcast. Let us know if there's any particular topics you want us to talk about. And there's no better way to let us know what you think by giving us a rating. So whatever app or uh, listening device you've got us on, please take a minute if you've listened to this. Let us know what you thought of what you heard. We know you liked it. So uh, Spider-Man, Spider-Man does whatever a spider can. Spider-Pig, Spider-Pig. That's whatever a spider-pig does. (laughs) Uh, Let's outro that with that. Yeah, okay. Okay, go find the music, and we bid you adieu. Until next time, thanks for being a fan of our fandom. Stay geeky. Spider-Man, Spider-Man, does whatever a spider can. Spins a web any size, catches thieves just like guys. Look out, here comes the Spider-Man. Is he strong? Listen, bud. He's got radioactive blood. Can he swing from a thread? Take a look overhead. Hey there, there goes a Spider-Man.